Okay, we have 16 hours. Mm, wonderful. We'll Good. be using all 16 tonight. Get Absolutely. ready. I'll get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get Welcome to another episode of Love James. We are your host, Andrew James. And Julianne James. Where we talk about everything that has to do with love. love. And right now we're working through, I guess, a series. Um, and, the, and the topic of that seri- series is what does it take? What does it take? To make a great marriage. To make a great marriage. Mm. Um, thank you for tuning in, as you have over the last few episodes. And we're excited because this episode, we got a very special couple mm-hmm. here with us. Yes. Dynamic duo. <laughs> oh, you guys are so sweet. Tristan <laughs> and Natanya Barracks. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> What's up? What's good? Not much. What's good with you guys? Oh, life, man. I mean, what, 10 years of sweet, sweet love. September 3rd. <laughs> you already know it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you for joining us today and, and getting into this conversation. And let, we'll just jump right into it. Like That's yeah, our pleasure. Mm-hmm. It's our pleasure. Honestly, we we're, we love to talk about our relationship. You love to talk. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. I do like talking about our relationship because I think it's... Well, there's agreement there. It's good. Um, but I think also, too, I think it's an important conversation to have. Um you know, just in terms of understanding the different nuances of relationships and how people approach it mm-hmm. throughout the years. So. Yeah, because there's, there's everybody's different. Yeah, every relationship is different. Yeah, and therefore it requires different things. And so we're happy to have your perspective on the show today to add to this conversation. So, what does it take? What What does it take? Let's start Let's with the jump big right question. In. Yeah. What do you think it takes to make a marriage great? You guys are ten years in, so share with us your wisdom. Well, That's a loaded question. It is. It is. Ooh, and I'm sure intentionally so. Yeah. And I'm sure it's going to take us in a in a myriad of different places, but that's that's what we hope. Mm, look at you using big words like myriad. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> well, only one. That's that's all like, I'll let you take this one first. You know, ladies first, right? Mm, conveniently. Yes. Mm. Thank you. Um, hmm. I think for me, it's definitely year by year each year takes on its own theme and you um you know in those years you you know continue to learn new things about your spouse at that time so you know one year it could be patience um another year it's picking your battles um another year it's learning really that marriage isn't about you it's about the family and about legacy so just being open to continued growth um, being open to also having those honest, you know, candid conversations with your, with your spouse, your significant other. And, you know, we talked earlier about having those delicate conversations, um, and even being able to navigate, even getting to that level of having, um, a delicate conversation where, you know, you can be honest and come from your heart and, and not use fighting words and, and things like that. So really it's, communication everything else that I said so like communication could be another year right but so really taking the time to be open to learning and you know understanding that your spouse also is learning and growing and changing and that you also are learning growing and changing and um re learning to re-love that person every day 
every year differently because mm-hmm. that person also changes too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's I mean, great that was fantastic all right that's been our that's show our guys show. thank you for tuning in <laughs> roll the credits <laughs> that was great i like that so uh, there's a lot in there to talk uh, yeah, about got a lot of great stuff so yeah. you, i like that you're saying um each year each season is yeah. it has its own theme yeah. and then you need to recognize what that theme is and 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 learn and grow in that season yeah. i like that well Evolve. i mean i mean you know as natanya's talking I, i'm just thinking like there's two sort of ideas that came into my mind first of all marriage is a mirror right mm-hmm. um so it's only going to magnify the the things that you haven't worked on or you have worked on in yourself mm-hmm. right um but then also uh marriage is to to build a really great marriage you have to understand that it comes in phases so i i think about when we were purchasing our house here in good old shelburne um we got here and there was just dust on the ground right and markers right we were just identifying the, the plot of land that we said was going to be our house then they dig the big hole right and you get to to then set and lay the foundation and you have to within that process you have to allow the foundation to set for a a period of time so the concrete cure it like it cures and it becomes as strong as it can be um you can't start then saying i'm going to install drywall Mm -hmm. (laughs) before you start putting in the framing and you start putting in the wiring and you start there there has to be a process to everything um in order to to build a cohesive uh structure that we call a home right right a strong home and i think that marriage is no different i think you know i look back at um some of the the bricks and some of the things that were laid in the foundation from our first year of marriage mm. whether we knew it or not um helped and also hindered some some things moving forward right mm-hmm. um and i think like it, it reminds me of when we when we when we snuck into our house a couple times when they laid down the foundation there was like in the basement there was like these guys they were they laid down the concrete and you saw their footprints mm. in the concrete and i was like you know and the was like oh no they're not gonna leave that way it's not gonna be that way you know obviously they see their footprints and sure enough months <laughs> later years <laughs> later we go into the house and the footprints are still there right yeah but everything else structurally was great right but there were certain there were certain residuals of errors mm-hmm. that were made that that made the situation in terms of moving into the house uncomfortable Mm. right and it's the same thing with marriage is like you can you can do a lot of great things in the first year of marriage laying that foundation or even during the dating stages but then you can also deal with some of the residuals of your errors Mm -hmm. that you still have to correct as well right Mm -hmm. in order to strengthen the 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 relationship as a whole right and understanding those nuances in in the sense of like you're not going to be perfect. I would love for you guys to share a little bit about your first year of marriage because yeah. I feel like you guys have a good first year of marriage story. Yeah, absolutely. You so. want to say it? You want to talk about it? <laughs> you go ahead. <laughs> it's funny. Um, it was probably a few days after we were we were married. First of all, our, our first year of marriage, in order to understand where we are in our marriage now, you have to understand what sort of marriage uh, or family situations we came out of, right? So um, Natanya came from more of a blended family and I allow her to kind of speak about that a little bit more. Um, My parents have been together for um, over 40 years. This has been 40 years, something like that. Um, And I grew up kind of seeing them just kind of work through stuff, right? Like, you know, you just 
this is the person you married. Like, this is mom and dad, and they're going to fight, and they're going to slam doors and whatever mm-hmm. else. But it's cool. And when I say, I need to clarify this because my mom always <laughs> says, when I say fight, yeah. my parents never physically fought. Yeah. Right? They're yeah. not like they WWE. Disagreed. Yeah, Healthily. they disagreed. They yelled. They shouted. They had shouting matches. So when I went into to marriage with Natanya, it was the way I looked at the the room or the structure of marriage was it was a it was a room that had one way out one way in and and it was locked from the outside mm. meaning once i went into his room that's it th- th- You're that's in there. it there is no exit strategy yeah that's the way i looked at it right mm. um and i remember sitting on with her after the the first year of marriage and i i, I didn't really think about any specific things that happened but I um I remember her we were driving in the car and she was asking me she's asked me randomly you know how do you think the first year of marriage you know went I was like our first year was great it was good you know what I mean <laughs> we had some hiccups you know whatever I was fighting but like who doesn't I was like w- waiting for fights so I kind of went into marriage being like I want to fight because I know fight fighting will allow us to be stronger right mm-hmm. and then there was like a like an awkward pause like after mm-hmm. I finished you know what I was thinking about or saying to her and then. I was like, oh, I guess I should ask her. You know, one of those like young marriage. Like, it's not all about me, Tristan. Let me ask her. Right. And when I asked her, um, so let me chime yeah, in. That's so, it, yeah, um, my experience growing up was my mom and dad were together for about ten years. They split up when I was two, so they were never married. They were mm. just together. Mm. Um, later on down the line, my mom got married when I was probably I don't know thirteen. Um, you know, and then had some other brothers and sisters. So after that and, and you know when my mom and dad were together or not together there was fighting and there was physical fighting you know um and then my mom uh when she did actually get married she got divorced and then there was you know relationships um you know in and out so my experience was when there was an argument someone left or mm-hmm. a door closed and you know someone walked out of that door someone left someone you know packed their bags and left mm-hmm. um so my experience was different every time that there was an argument in my head my bags were packed at the door mm-hmm. um so that was that was really my experience growing up so my the my first year of marriage or my impression of it it was a it, it was rough it was rough mm-hmm. um there was many times that I was like what am I doing like this is not really what I thought it would be um, you know, based on how I grew up, mm. so and I had no idea. Like, yeah, you were oblivious thing. to that. I was whole oblivious thing. to it because for me, I I looked at conflict as a good thing in the sense of if if you really loved somebody and if you really um, wanted to, if you're really building something, oh, if you really love somebody and you you really were trying to build something. You, you had to it was going to be uncomfortable so mm-hmm. I was kind of waiting for that to happen and when it did I was like I didn't enjoy it in you the welcomed middle of it, it but I welcomed it because I knew that that was going to allow us to have a level of um, sustainability and and, and, and and transparency and build a stronger connection at least I thought but when she turned to me and she looked at me and she's like it was like the hardest year of my life I was like what? <laughs> living with me? you know what I mean? Like, like I'm a fun like, guy like, yeah. <laughs> But but that's when I realized like your perspective is shaped by, you know, your environments, right, and where you come from, your yeah. experiences, yeah. right. And it had it had less to do with me and more to do with just the reality of 
we had different experiences and we were trying to blend these two experiences together to create something new, mm-hmm. right? And it wasn't until I would say year nine, maybe year eight, where I remember specifically we were at, we there was a time in our marriage that remember when we went to Niagara Falls and we had that conversation by the falls and I was like, listen, we need to talk, you know, because just things aren't right. And we realized in that moment, so for Tristan, like, Thing, he was you know he says that the the door is always locked so there's never in his mind he doesn't believe in divorce there's no way out in mine there was there is you know so I felt like um over the years he it allowed him to become too comfortable that he thought that yeah I'm not vulnerable to separation or anything like that's because I saw my parents work it out Right. Um, And for me, it was different. I was like, no, we have to day by day work on our marriage for it to actually work. Yeah, that's interesting, because if you are going in there with the mentality that there is no way out, then you're cool with just. Yes. And you're comfortable with the conflict. Right. Yeah. And and, and it wasn't. And and the thing is, I never the, 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 the crazy thing is I never went in thinking. I didn't have to do work. Yeah. I thought I was doing work. You you're, doing what you're used to doing yeah. is not necessarily the work that's needed exactly. to be able to sustain and build what you're trying to build with right. a completely new person. Yeah. Right? Enduring the conflict is not necessarily productive in terms of resolving yeah. the conflict. Right. Yeah. Right. And and being and being approved for the mortgage for a house doesn't mean that you don't pay your mortgage. Like you still got to <laughs> pay right. your mortgage. Like, you yeah, know what I mean? Like yeah. you got to prove the house, yeah. you close on the house. Mm-hmm. It does, I still got to pay the mortgage every month. <laughs> yeah. 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 To maintain the house. Yeah. And yeah. Maintain the house. Cut the lawn. Yeah. yeah. Shovel the drive, yeah. right? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 That's really good. That's really, really good. Um, so how do you feel that that um, revela- revelation changed or, you know, helped or improved the dynamics of your relationship? For me, when dealing with conflict, I will be the first one to put my hand up and say, I won't talk to you for three days because I'm mad, you know? Um, So I think understanding that has allowed me to still need my time to sort of, you know, filter through my emotions and what I'm feeling, think before I actually react or speak, um, and then just be mature in saying, you know, today is another day. We're going to start fresh good morning how are you I love you and 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 then talk you know talk when it's safe to do so talk when the kids are asleep and you, you know you could actually th- really think think through like logically and you're not you know just speaking off of high emotions high emotions exactly yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I mean I mean I think it, you know coming out of that conversation the biggest thing for me was just understanding the the it, the giant size um gap between our 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 lives in the sense of like the way we understood the world the way we saw the world the way we saw relationships like i always say to Nathaniel when i'm telling the story about about us having this conversation is like she saw you know conflict as as not even just divorce but just broken relationships mm-hmm. automatically i saw conflict as building relationship because we we will never be always be in a harmonious situation so right there there's there's a conflict in philosophies right Mm -hmm. and then how do you rectify that right and it's not something that like we had 30 well when we got together i was 27 she was she was 29 right Mm -hmm. so we had 
almost 30 years of us living these lives and now we're, we're trying to radically change, change your, mm-hmm. your whole mindset. <laughs> whole mindset. Right? Now, I want to ask you a question here because we often like to talk about for people who are not yet married. Yeah. Right? What is the conversation that you did not have before you were married mm. that you should have had that would have exposed that before you got married? That's good. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, I know. Mm. I, I would say, you know, what what you know values or what mission do you have for your family? You know, at the end of the day, where where do you see us going? Yeah, I, I think I, I I'm I'm kind of aligned with you in that, babe, in the sense of like I would have probably pushed the conversation about ideally where do you want what what is your ideal um picture in your mind of where we should be as a, mm-hmm. like the 100 percent version of of tristan and vision. natanya vision yeah. right mm-hmm. vision 2020 right yeah. <laughs> okay? yeah. what does that look like mm. and 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 realistically where are we at yeah what, what so just like you said with the values it's like okay there's a 2020 version of tristan and natanya what does that look like? What What does that feel like? What What does it smell like? What does it taste like? What describe that to me, and then or describe that. Let's describe it together, and then let's also evaluate the reality of where we're at, mm-hmm. and then do you we can reflect see. that. Right. right. It's It's something I usually say to a lot of my my single friends is like specifically single women. They have a list, right? Everybody single women have a list. Yeah, tall, yep. dark, handsome, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yep. and then I always say, yep. hey, take that list and measure it against yourself. Right. Yeah. Mm how how close are you to to what you what your standard is right yeah. and it's the same thing it's like we never took the time to say and and you know you're in love right you don't think about that but we're like i i think because we're so excited to find somebody mm. and to find somebody that we really gelled with and we really we we did align on a lot of different levels but i think that extra step of really plotting out our values and our ethics and our morals and our our vision 2020 in terms of like <laughs> exactly where we want to go mm-hmm. we didn't think that deep we were like yeah. we're christian um Check. you're cute i'm cute Check. you know what i mean we you i make you laugh you make me laugh yeah. you know we we have that 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 sexual um chemistry there. attraction you know yeah, I mean? yeah tra- attraction <laughs> right we're go-getters you know, we come from good homes. I like your mom's cooking. Your mom likes me, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And that's it, right? Yeah. yeah. And we thought that was like, and, and the for the most part, that, yeah. that, that is, right? Yeah, but see, you know, it's it's so important what you guys are highlighting because mm-hmm. even though you knew of the makeup of the person's family, mm-hmm. you never really understood or you didn't understand the impact yeah. to the person's thinking, their, their paradigm, their value system, their perspective on conflict you could never have forecasted that without having a conversation until you got married to that mindset and then realized "Ooh, what is this (laughs) right so i think it's so important like for people to have those conversations like so how do you feel you know your family structure influences or informs how you look at marriage like we don't have those conversations like how do you what 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 Describe to me what you think is a healthy way to resolve conflict. You know, like all of those conversations need to take place and, before. And it's multiple layers because it's funny because like I I, I, I tend to, um, obviously I'm, I'm a guy. I mean, my my, my sexual in- intimacy is important to me, right? Mm. And like, you know, we've had a lot of conversations and like, you know, because there's times as, as a guy, especially in marriage, like and especially for me, 
I abstained from from sex like before marriage. Like I I was a virgin when I I mean I I. Don't get me wrong. Spiritually speaking, I was probably like a quadriplegic because I probably <laughs> did everything else around not yeah. actually having sex, right? Yeah. But like, I mean, I'm limping, like just dragging my knuckles, you know what I mean, down the aisle. Spiritually speaking, but like, you know what I mean, like, but the whole idea of like saving myself from marriage and then thinking like, like this is you know, a Manchu walk of, of sexual activity yeah. going into, you know what I mean? Or, you know, a a buffet spread, you know what I mean? A buffet spread. And the reality Mandarin. is that, you know, not, not thinking about the emotions and the intellect and the, 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 uh, continuous commitment to a, a prolonged ro- romantic conversation mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. that, that, that intimacy. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that leads to the, the, the manifestation. Manchu walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Manchu walk. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All of that stuff, like like just actually having those conversations, not just being like, "Oh, baby, I can't wait to have you." It's like, no, <laughs> yeah. like, what does that mean? Yeah, on a day to day basis, like, I, I, I mean, you know, I, I remember talking to, to to certain couples, and they said they they were on a schedule when I got married, right? Because when I was communicating that, that frustration, and I was like, "You go on a schedule?" And it's like, "Yeah, it's a schedule." Yeah, it's like, and I'm like, I never. That was just never something that went in my mind, right? But yeah. those, again, going back to your point, just those are some of the things that like. Like, what are your values, and 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 those values are going to dictate the the way you approach marriage, right? Yeah. And if you don't address those values and make sure that my values align with your values and your values align align with mine, then what are we doing right now? You yeah. Know what I mean? yeah. yeah, and expectations. Yeah. yeah, you know, we always say that when you get married, it's like all of a sudden these expectations just yeah. show up from, yeah. from nowhere, right? right? I expect you to do this, this, and this, yeah. and this. And if we had taken the time prior to uh, getting married and discussing those expectations, explore those, exploring those expectations, then we might be able to say, oh, well, you're expecting to have sex seven days a week? Yeah. 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 I was only thinking three yeah. or right. one, yeah. right? right. Yeah. And then we can we can have a discussion there yeah, right yeah. um but no that's 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 some great stuff you know one of the ways that you used uh we 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 used in a previous show we we're talking about radically radically changing your mindset and your perspective yeah and i think um people are not willing to do that people are not open to changing what they think marriage is supposed to be um and putting in the effort to make it what it's going to be yeah. for you too, you know? Yeah, we were having a conversation earlier today, um, Andrew and I were, about agility. Because I think you need mental agility in order to make your marriage great. Yeah. Because a lot of times, even in the discussion that we were having about sex and intimacy just a second ago, I think sometimes it's not even enough to have that, to just have that conversation about those expectations because um, if you're having that conversation about those expectations and the guy says, you know, well, I'm expecting three days a week, we feel like, okay, we have to say, oh, no, it's going to be four days a week, you know, because we don't want to say, well, I was only thinking one because we might feel like that might scare you off, right? So sometimes people are not even honest. And then the other thing is sometimes you are being honest and you really do feel like you can meet that seven day a week expectation. But when you get married now, it's a different thing. And then when seasons change, you have kids, you know, life, you have a life that you have to manage together. um, Those things change. So if you don't have someone who's mentally agile, so in this case, maybe a man who can be agile and say, okay, you know what, We, we talked about this and this was what I was expecting, but now I have to realize that I need to flex my mind a little bit because this the reality is something, something different. different. Yeah, it's agility. That whole, it's that whole idea of of 
what what you want marriage to be and what marriage is. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And now. what your marriage uh, yeah, is because mar- everyone yeah, is different. Exactly. Right? What your marriage is and, and that's something that I know for myself I had to train myself and and and, and it's a part of it is like and I don't know if Natanya even knew this, but like going into marriage, I had a lot of fears of what I didn't want my marriage to be, right? Mm, because yeah. there were a lot of things that I love about my parents. Yeah. Um, in terms of their the way they they they've been together for so long and, and they've raised kids and they've opened up their home. But there are there are a lot of things that I didn't like about their marriage, right? And um there are things that you know, it's more inside baseball, but I just didn't want that for my relationship, Mm -hmm. but in doing, but in going into the marriage with those fears, it's like, I, it just manifested those things. Manifested (laughs) regardless. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Instead of me actually communicating that. And even with me communicating it, what I realized was I I had, I couldn't communicate it from the standpoint of like, we're not going to make this mistake. So you have to do this. (laughs) I had to realize, no, like, I have to give her space to, to, to spread her wings and discover herself Mm -hmm. in marriage. And in doing so, she's become more of the woman that I wanted. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Like, it's weird. It's the weirdest thing. It's like, you think you have to tell them and, and, you know, shape them and you're not God. You can't shape nobody. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And I think also it comes from you also making a commitment to be, the best that you can be in the moment, which also frees the other person up to say, you know what? I see you. Let me meet that standard, you know? So yeah, that's, that's, that's good. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Lots of things going through in my mind. Um, okay. So we said, what's the conversation that we're going to have, or you should have had before. Yeah. What's the uh, advice or encouragement that you give to somebody who's in the middle of the thing? And it's, challenging and it's hard and it's um you know they're looking for that exit that door off ramp yeah um for me i would definitely say reach out reach out to people that you trust people that you know um understand your relationship and respect your relationship reach out to them and and talk it out i think we Sometimes we're so close to the chest with our, you know, business. We don't mm. want to spread our business. But um, I would say definitely reach out to, you know, a counselor, you know, your, your pastor, whoever, a, fr- a friend, mm. um, you know, an- another married couple that you trust and can confide in and really talk it out. Definitely talk it out. Get get counseling. A lot of people think that counseling is this faux pas and, you know, don't don't wait until you have to do it Mm -hmm. you know do it in the midst of you know day-to-day um things don't wait until it's you know a 911 yeah um so just really just take take the time to have those conversations and being really just proactive right with your with your conversations and so say you have these conversations and you know you you begin to implement these these suggestions or these this advice and there's there is no change what do you do Hmm. If there's no change with with the person, with the the, the, with yeah, the situation, the situation, the desired outcome. Well, I, I think you know the, the big thing for me is like it, it, it's twofold. So number one, um, I'm a big proponent of if you want to see a significant change in your life and and 
and see behavioral change in yourself, uh, you have to be around people that that are ref- going to reflect what you want to become, mm. right? Um, you know, I go back to <laughs> my weight training days. When I was weight training and I was <laughs> actively there, I was with the guys that were weight training. I wasn't with the guys that were going and getting double Big Macs on Tuesdays <laughs> because they're $2. You see yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's, there's a level of self uh, accountability mm-hmm. that you have to take on right yeah. um you know bishop jakes puts it this way he's like if you don't like your life change it yeah right. right the reality is is that we give way too much power to everybody else in order to subvert the authority and the autonomy that we actually have and in the our responsibility life and responsibility that mm-hmm. we have right and uh, and i think it goes back to even our relationship like the the more i give of myself to make sure that I, I can provide for my my kids and my wife, the the more I I actually feel more fulfilled yeah. as a man as a as a, a spouse, mm-hmm. the better our relationship is. You see what I'm saying? The more transparent I am with her. Yeah, it's right? also valuable to you yeah. because it's a safeguard on your yeah. marriage. Yeah. You're yeah. setting yourselves up with that transparency not to falter personally, yeah. right? Yeah. If you know that the other person has full access to everything, yeah. then there's no room for you to falter right? right so it's an important I think, safeguard i think also too it's it's being self-aware yeah you know mm-hmm. so it's like w- what part have you played in this situation yeah mm-hmm. and um you know what am i going to take responsibility for so there was a time last year actually um i went to counseling for myself mm-hmm. you know just to deal with some things that i was going through and obviously you know those have been having or had had uh, an impact on on our marriage but Sometimes it's you have to deal with yourself, yeah. you know, and yeah. even when you get married, it doesn't mean that, you know, things are going to change. You have to continually work on yourself. So um, I took it upon myself, went to a counselor, you know, went every Tuesday or whatever I needed to do. Um, and I think that also gave Tristan like, wow, like she's doing this and not just talking about we need counseling. She's I was doing envious. It. Yeah, she was, <laughs> was doing envious. it by she herself. And, and I even said, if you're not going to go, I'm going to go. Yeah. You know, so. That's good. Yeah. But she loved, think about that. She loved herself enough to to do it in spite of whether or not I was going to do it. Mm-hmm. And in spite of whether or not, uh, you know, how I was going to look at her or whoever I was going to look at her. You and know I mean? think actually she loved you enough. It yeah. loved you enough. Yeah. To want to yeah. evolve and, yeah. yeah, and was taking personal responsibility. So, yeah, I like that. That's I big. like that a lot. That That's commendable. W- one last thing, just in terms of like when things are, when things are going really rough in a relationship. One of the things I, I, I can't stress enough is don't don't swallow up and and devour all of the amazing memories that you're making mm-hmm. every single day in the good seasons really treat it like a fine wine or a whiskey or a spirit you know what I mean you only mm-hmm. take it out on special occasions mm-hmm. and and think about those special occasions as those times when you're really going through a rough mm-hmm. challenging time to pull from those memories and yeah. th- and that and why you guys got married and why you guys got together. I think too many people gobble up and swallow those great emotional memories in seasons when they don't need to do that. Yeah. When yeah. they're in plenty. And then and then when they're in lack, they have nothing to pull from because they've just used that all up. And now well, it becomes just a, a yeah. thing. Yeah. Well also I think in times of conflict people tend to just dash away the good times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but absolutely. like they never happen. Yeah. You know? So um, so just to add to what you're saying, I would say safeguard and store those yeah. for the seasons when when they're when it's really tough. Yeah, that's good. For me, I like to I like to cultivate um, uh, an attitude of 
gratitude and appreciation, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so for me, when I see Julianne, I immediately begin to highlight, you know, the wonderful things about her, um, you know, and, and if we have a situation where she shares something, a perspective, I, I, I immediately just highlight the her mind and, you know, the things that I admire about her. And for me, it, 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 it's, you know, the scripture says, you know, think on these things, whatever is lovely, whatever is pure, whatever is true. It's like, it doesn't give me any room for, you know, when uh, she leaves crumbs on the table and that irks me, that that uh, feeling about the crumbs, it, it doesn't, it pales in comparison right. to the appreciation that I continually practicing. practice, right? And it's not, I'm, I'm not like, like, like trying to like fake the funk and like, you know, I'm really admiring these yeah. and intentionally admiring these things. And, and so those small things that happen day to day, like that's, that, that happen in life, they don't matter, yeah. you know? We talked about, you talked about the seasons, and the years and what what year or what 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 season or what's the theme of the year the season that you guys are in right now just out of curiosity vision 2020 yeah <laughs> um. i want to say scaling like i feel that our marriage now it's matured yeah, it's like a level up. It's like leveling up, like yeah. and not in a cliche way. Mm-hmm. Like not like I'm leveling up. I'm like great, Ciara. but yeah. <laughs> but it's very much like I think we the first ten years of our marriage has been about capacity building. That's good. Mm-hmm. It's been about capacity building. A bit, been about because when I look back at when we got married. The Tanya was still in school. Been, yeah, she was finishing off school. I was still working at Apple, dreaming about living the life that I'm living now. Right. I graduated. We pregnant, never had a house. Pregnant with Zefton. Yeah, we had our old cars. Yeah, we were just. It was just the beginning. It was just the beginning. Living yeah. in my mom's basement yeah. apartment. You know, like it was all the dreaming. It was all the sort startup. of like Building. we want yeah, to do that. Absolutely. Yeah, the startup, right? Yeah. And there's something beautiful about that, right? Like about the startup. Talk about the startup. A we little were bit talking, that, like, yeah. just reminiscing about. Just the good old days, you know, when we're in the basement apartment and just when we're, I mean, we're still humble now, but just how far we've come. Mm. Um, Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, there's something about like reminiscing about when you, when you don't have a lot, you Mm. just had each other and you just had those conversations in the basement. Um, the the actual real wholesome Netflix and chill like, <laughs> like you're yeah. actually chilling out and you're talking and you're actually picking yeah. each other's brains and, yeah. and thinking about like what it'll be like to have our house what it would be you're like dreaming. to have your yeah mm-hmm. and then to look ten years like to to be ten years um you know removed yeah. from that and thinking like we did that mm-hmm. and 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 we did that in such a short period of time because yeah, I feel like it was all in ten years yeah ten years but I really feel like everything accelerated. 2015 2015 why 2015 2015 was right when i left peel and you left um that other job and like that's when you got into home depot 2016 i started to really do my business full-time 2016 my passion Mm -hmm. and like just a lot of things happened we got into the house 2015 in the fall it was just a turning point yeah Yeah. you know what i mean like we were we were doing life Mm -hmm. you know 2010 to 2015 but 2015 fall 2015 is when it was like, listen, that was our like get out the boat <laughs> type of moment, <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I don't know mm, what you think. I like yeah. that. So I think 
definitely just the things that we have going on yeah. this year, 2020. Yeah. I think it could be our get out of the boat year. Another because get it, out there's of the a year. lot of things that we have, you know, planned. Mm. I mean, I know God has his own plan, but a lot <laughs> of things planned mm. for this year and, you know, a lot of things changing and so yeah, get out of the boat. Mm-hmm. But again. that, that, that like first it. ten years was capacity. It was like yeah. Well, yeah. I like that you said yeah. that again. That's we have another episode that's on capacity. So yeah. talk to me. Yeah. What does it look like to build capacity? What does that mean to you? Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I have to go back to like athletics. Like when I was in high school and we had gym class, you know, you, you go like you never know what what um, how how heavy. Of, or, or how many dumbbells you can actually push until you you lift up dumbbells and you see right yeah. so so you, see what I'm saying? so you you have to measure capacity at first where you're at and you know when I started I may have started with 25s on both sides of so 50 you know doing 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 a little chest ups or whatever and then by the time of continuously doing that you know three days a week for you know 14 weeks. I got up to 200 pounds or whatever else. And I think that there's no different. That's the same principle that you use with marriage and with life is like, you know, okay, you know, I started out with, um, I was going to leave Apple and I left Apple and I went Mm. to Peel and I was at Peel for a a year, but I was still doing my side hustle. And then that gave me a little more confidence. So when Peel and, you know, peeled off, (laughs) then now I had, I had the ability to, to go full time and I didn't go full time necessarily in, into everything. I did like more weddings and then just tried different things. And then you, you learn that you have greater capacity and now you can, you know, travel or get opportunities to travel or get opportunities to teach. But it's, it's really, it goes back to, you don't really know what's inside of you and what your capacity is until you push yourself or you, you create the environment that pushes you. Yeah. So, you know, again, you, you know, Julianne and and yourself, Andrew are, are very close to us. And like, um, there's very few couples that we have around us. Um, but the ones that we do have around us push us. Mm-hmm. So that, that requires like when you guys are doing stuff, we feel motivated and challenged to do things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if we don't feel motivated and challenged, please, please understand that you guys are going to motivate and challenge us, right? <laughs> yeah. Without us necessarily wanting that, yeah. but, but realizing that that's a good thing and that's, that's what's required mm-hmm. to be in relationship with you guys. Right. So we kind of, force ourselves to be in relationship with people like that right yeah. you know whether it's um you know Natalia and I we have friends who live out in in Woodstock and they're in real estate and they're doing different things and everybody in our in our lives has a placement a strategic placement and all of them do something really well that mm. pushes us to yeah. now see what our capacity is yeah right mm. yeah no that's good yeah that's good I think a lot of people get into marriages and they they don't test their capacity mm-hmm. or they don't know their capacity mm-hmm. and then you know when a situation happens when that weight hits them mm-hmm. they, then they don't even want to push it to see yeah. if they can you know right. people are not continually consciously building their capacity to yeah. be because in the challenges of relationship because capacity really is built in in areas of challenge and and pain really yeah and a lot of people when that pain comes they perceive it as a threat right. rather than an opportunity yeah. to build capacity. But you can't build capacity without those challenges. You can't build capacity without that pain. You can't build capacity without that conflict, right? And I'm talking about emotional capacity, yeah. right? Um, you just can't do it. And it goes back to your talking about the way that you viewed conflict. 
you know, you saw conflict as a healthy part of, you know, growth in a marriage or in a relationship. Um, and, you know, it that's what that's the crux of where you build capacities in those conflicts. Mm. So, you know, the encouragement is when the pain comes, don't run. It's important to be able to have a little bit of that pain to be like, no, mm-hmm. like, no, I, I don't subscribe to that. And I'm going to push through, you know, that. Yeah. And even that that 10 years thing, like us being together for 10 years is like that in and of itself is a testament to relationship. Like we were just saying, we were laughing the other day. We were like, like, I want to celebrate 10 years because, you know, 10 years in our generation is like 30 years (laughs) for our our parents generation. Yeah. 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 We need to celebrate that. That's not that's not a small feat. There's a lot of people that they got taken out in these 10 years. Yeah. And I was going to ask, I was going to ask Natania, what would you say to, no, let me ask it this way. How would you feel if year one or year two, Natania said, peace out, you know, you're mm. in year 10 now. Yeah. What would you, how do you, how would you feel? And what would you say as year 10 Natania to year two Natania that said, peace out? So year 10 for me, it's, it's really sweet. Like we're in a really sweet spot and that's, has probably started from year nine, you know, mm-hmm. marriage has its ebbs and flows, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what I would say to that year one, that year two Natania is, um, just hold on, you know, give it time and just continue, continue to build. Mm-hmm. Like, just don't, don't give up because you, you don't, you, you, you can only see what you can see. You don't yeah. see the promise. Like yeah. you don't yeah. ever see. And we're actually having that conversation. <laughs> now, now I get it. Yeah. We were having that conversation earlier, but you don't, you don't see what's ahead. You, you fear it's, it's just based on what you think you're going to lose and what you know you're going to lose. So I'm evaluating my year two based on year one and year two. That's it. But yeah. I don't see what, you know, the potential of year nine and the potential of year 25. Yes. The potential of year 45. Yes. The potential of year 50. Mm-hmm. Yes. And how sweet mm-hmm. and how rich it will continue to be and, and what we've, what we will continue to develop. Absolutely. And it, the reason why year 10, year 20, year 50 is going to be so rich is because right. you're going to be doing the work. Right. You're going to be work, building, yeah. building capacity. You're going to be doing that individual work. You're mm-hmm. going to be doing that communication. Right. You're going to be doing Working that, yourself you know, awareness. And, yeah. And, yeah. and this is the thing that people, I think, tend to forget is that marriage requires work. Mm-hmm. You know, it requires self-work. You, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It requires you to do the work on yourself and then it requires you to uh, communicate. You know, now imagine, you know, at the end of year one, you say to her, so, well, you know, I don't know if she asked you, how was marriage? You're like, oh, man, this year one was great. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, imagine how you never asked her. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, and she never told you. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We'll be here, right? Yeah, you're in a different place right now. Your three, your three today is gone. Yeah, Yeah. you know what I mean. Over there picking Tristan up from the floor. Yeah, Yeah. right. And and see, that's why it's so important to be able to be one. You said self-aware, and we talked about that in Mm -hmm. previous episodes. Being self-aware, and two, being able to communicate, articulate, and articulate those feelings, Mm -hmm. and creating that space as as the partner to to be able. Here's the thing. Creating that space doesn't mean that it's going to be nice. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But you're committed to, and this is something that from day one we said to each other was that marriage was a choice. It wasn't a feeling. Right. So, yes. so I was, because there's going to be days where I'm not going to want to smell your breath, look at your face <laughs> and clean up after you. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, or talk to you yeah. or, you know, 
want to have to reason with you about spending money on frivolous things that I think are frivolous, right? Yeah. But because of the commitment, if I look at marriage as a commitment, right? right? Yeah. Like like I made a commitment to you. Right. Oh, that's 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 elevated, right? It's an elevated level of consciousness in in the sense of now I am training myself to mm-hmm. to be engaged mm-hmm. in spite of the way I feel. There mm-hmm. we go. Yeah. So yeah. so so that requires me now to come out of my feelings at a certain point. And if it gets to day two, day three, and I'm still in my feelings, I have to be like, hey, yeah, wake up. You made <laughs> yeah. a commitment. We, gotta, we made a commitment. Yeah. Right? So now we have to be committed to engaging, right? right. So now, so, yeah. I just good. this may take us on a little bit mm, of a tangent, but okay. I want to talk about commitment a little bit. Yeah. Because for those people who are listening who are not yet married mm-hmm. and are looking at what are the things I need to evaluate before I get married, a person's ability to commit, to commit. and follow through on their yeah. word hmm. is an important thing to evaluate. Yeah. Um, and I'm not just talking about what they say to you and the ways that they commit to you. I'm actually talking about how do they commit themselves to other people and mm-hmm. how do they uphold or honor their word mm-hmm. with other people, mm-hmm. right? So for example, do they are they afraid to commit to going to Johnny's birthday party? You know, if they say to Johnny, I'm going to be there, then are they there? Are they on time when they get there? Because those small things, we don't realize how much they actually, it's connected Mm -hmm. to the way that they will commit to you. Because it speaks to how they carry themselves. It speaks to their integrity. Their value Mm -hmm. for their word. Right. Right? Because if you're saying... I made a commitment. We discussed that marriage was a choice and it was a commitment. I think you need still need to evaluate what does commitment mean to you? Mm. Because just as we have two different yeah. ideas about conflict, yeah. right. we could have two different ideas about what commitment is, right? So somebody, that's that's something you know to evaluate. Some, some these, there's some good actors out there. They can, they can Absolutely. fool you. Absolutely. Yeah. That's I, why I, you got to look at everybody else, yeah. not you, because when it yeah. comes to you, they'll say whatever they yeah. need to say, right? So you got to look at it's one one thing I say I say to people all the time. I say to my myself is like, listen, time is your best friend. Yeah. Come on, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't I don't mean that in the sense of mm. stringing along somebody. No, 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 no. Give me time with you she yeah. because tells. there's only so long you can you can hold up that <laughs> yeah. that Denzel Washington impersonation. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Before I see the real yeah. you, I gotta yeah. be I gotta have eyes open and I gotta be willing yeah. to see Absolutely. it though, and right? have but and also have people around you yeah that that can co-sign this person yeah because you have tunnel vision right now you're seeing that person there you go and you can't see anything else right there you go you need somebody that 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 is that is removed emotionally to be able to be like hey i don't like the way that guy's talking to you Mm -hmm. this happens a lot in new relationships people isolate themselves look look at how he's talking to um his mom absolutely yeah yeah these are these are yeah get to know other friends yeah, yeah absolutely don't don't let yourself be isolated in this bubble of love yeah. and this is it right so you know and, and it's sad because you, you you get into this bubble of love and then you get married based on that and then you realize it's not the that feeling of love that maintains or sustains That's the, the sound of the bubble popping. <laughs> yeah right so it's like you know you, you got to realize that like this is about commitment this is about purpose this is about um you know a journey and, and choosing a partner that can walk with you mm-hmm. on this journey, on this evolution of, of who you are mm-hmm. as a person and you giving grace to them as they grow as a person. Yeah. You know what it reminds mm-hmm. me of? You guys remember the show Amazing Race? Yeah. So there, 
and so you know, it's always we two, would kill that two two cana- <laughs> two um contestants, right? Mm-hmm. Like couples, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But people don't always pick their spouse. They right. pick the best person to, that would allow them to accomplish the task at hand, right? Yeah. The right. amazing yeah. race. And I think sometimes, well, not sometimes, a lot of times people don't pick their their partner that way in exactly. life. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm like, so good. if you approach so your, your, yeah. your marriage That's the way good. you approach amazing race, like I want to accomplish X, Y, and Z um, based upon my purpose, my passions, and yeah. whatever else. I think there would be different choices that mm-hmm. you'd make in marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're just thinking about the romance and the dates and the whining, the and attraction. Yeah. They're not thinking about the feelings. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. solving problems, jumping over running mountains. Yeah, yeah, endurance. That's good. Managing endurance. a household. No, that is good. Because I'm going to use. I want, that. Somebody, I want somebody. Would that you can choose speak? this person yeah. for if, amazing if you with Mary Would you? Yeah. Would you choose this person? Yeah, want, that's a I good want, question. Listen, that the person needs to have stamina. Coming they on, need to come have on. Okay, say it again. They need say, to, say they need to what the girls them want? They need stamina. stamina. They, need to, <laughs> they need to be bilingual. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They need to know multiple languages. Flexible. I need to be able to bring them into different rooms and drop them in different environments. And they're pliable and flexible. Right. They need to know how to be strategic. Yep. They also need to be authentic in terms of being. And able they also to need to have a sense of humor a, yes. and, and a sense of direction. Yes. Like, like you, do you think about the Amazing Race? You're that's preaching right now. You're that, preaching right now. Absolutely. Listen, listen. That is one of the most amazing <laughs> things that I have heard. It's a great analogy. That is a beautiful analogy mm. for marriage. And I'm going to ask every couple that <laughs> from I, now on. From now on. Yeah. Would you choose this person if you oh, were wow. running? The Ameri- Ameri- amazing, amazing race. race, and you know what? Ah, if you can't, I'm gonna tell you straight. <laughs> wow. yeah. I don't think that you should, two should get married, wow. and I'm sorry yeah. that I have to tell you that. But if you're not gonna choose, because life is, is the amazing, amazing race. race, it is the amazing oh, race. It is the most Amen. amazing race. I think I we can. Now. I think we can just call that a season. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. The amazing yeah. race. Stamina, yeah, yeah, and you know, and you know what? Yeah. We were talking about this this morning, as Julianne and I always have these crazy conversations. Um, you know, do you 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 might not requ- you might not require uh, uh, stamina from a person, yeah, right? And so you're not looking for that, but mm-hmm. but life, when you when yeah. you hit life, yeah, you'll realize that it, you acquire that. Mm-hmm. And you need someone with an agile mind mm-hmm. who's able to, in this situation, we, we think this way, but when we're in this situation, you say, you're saying bilingual. I know you're yep. not speaking about languages per se, but you're saying, can you be in this type of environment with these type of people and right. communicate effectively and, and then, then also, be over here and mm-hmm. communicate, you know? Oh, man. Anyways, I didn't, I was getting excited for something there. I know. I think, you know, it just goes down to, you know, and I think we have a responsibility, I, I you know, to our kids yes to really prepare them for the reality of marriage and not and and equip them with here are the things that you really need to be evaluating yeah here are the things that you really need to be looking for it's not just about arbitrary things that are you know the fluff and the you know the 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 facade and the appearance of things but some deep things that you know you have to be able to forecast what you cannot see you know what i mean you have to we have to really equip our kids to and to see, understand and, those things and, and to have that ability to forecast means that you have the humility to recognize that you don't know everything exactly. from where you're standing right and now and i think we also have to learn how to benefit from 
the wisdom of, of the previous generation, the previous generation, and honor it and learn as much as we can. Because I think, you know, if to the degree that we can embrace some of their values, we will be so much better off. And you know what? We we can we can recognize that sometimes the previous generation wasn't we're not open with us mm -hmm. and so as we're older now i think we can cha challenge them mm -hmm. by we sitting can down ask. with them and saying hey listen 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 let's talk about you know yeah. marriage here because yeah you know we are going through some challenges here or these are some challenges and i realize there's some year. things you didn't tell me exactly how did you get through this or did you face this and yeah. why did you tell us that right? right and and pull some things out of them you know because they're still you know 30 years ahead, ahead of us, of us or 20 yeah. years ahead of us right and so they're, they're in still... a stage of life that we god willing will get to yeah and that yeah. stage of life brings its own set of challenges yeah right it's not like it yeah. ever ends so we might as well go and ask so that we can be prepared for that as well yeah i'm still amazed at my parents because they they both didn't grow up with their parents Same. they didn't, didn't grow mm -hmm. up seeing healthy relationships marriages or anything like that my dad you know for all accounts he didn't know his father at all mm. never met his father his mother abandoned him and his his three other siblings and went to england and started a whole new family wow um and he was maybe three or four years old mm. and when i asked him like how did he like choose my mom or how did they get together he's just like he he said from when he was a young person in his mind he made up in his mind whoever was going to have my children I was going to marry them. Mm -hmm. That's who I was going to build yeah. my life around. Because in his mind, if I was going to be be adult enough to make a child with you, mm -hmm. I, I'm going to now commit my life to yeah, you right. yes. and build a life to you. And it's like that level of commitment, stamina, and and just dedication. Mm. I mean, not to say they didn't love my mom and didn't, there, there was not emotional attachment. There was, you know, the dreaming aspect, but. Even before he met my mom, he just had that. He made his mind. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. because he didn't have anything else. Yeah. Like it's right. not like he, he, he was building with that one block of if you have my child, that means I must really love yeah. you. Therefore, mm -hmm. I'm going to build this life Absolutely. with you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely right? think that our parents' generation did not marry for love in the number one slot. Yeah. Mm. You know, it wasn't the thing that they were like after, and they were like, you know what, I have to be in love, and it's got to be. You know, I don't think that that was I it. I think they married the person that they would run, run an amazing, amazing, race, amazing with. race with. Absolutely. I, spe I especially think about Julianne's dad. And let me, let me just talk about my dad real quick. My dad as well, his father did not raise him and, you know, saw his mother go through a lot of difficult relationships and he made, you know, um, he's purposed in his mind, this is the type of father that I'm going to be and I'm going to be present and I'm going to be, you know, loving and affectionate. You know, my dad is, you know, I'm, I'm the way that I am because of him, you know, and mm. he did not have that example, but it was a choice that he made in yeah. his mind, you know, and I think about Julianne's dad. Julianne's dad was, you know, this light skin, you know, um, sweet boy, sweet boy. Right. <laughs> and he had a lot of girls on the island that liked him. And in his and Julianne's mother would not be the choice that other people would expect him to make. Yeah. But and she wanted nothing to do with him, really. Right. But she, she but she but he saw the values, the values mm. in her and said, you know, this this woman here. I I remember asking women, girls who are dating. I say, do you want your child to be living in your basement playing video games 
at <laughs> the age that that guy is that you want to date? Oh gosh. Mm. And they say no. I say then don't date him. Don't marry yeah. him. Because yeah. your son is going to be yeah. like him. Mm. Right? And nobody's thinking about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love the he looks sweet in those J's. Yeah. I want to. <laughs> no. Right? No, but those he 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 his he, mom bought those. His mom bought those J's. <laughs> Okay, and he lives at her house in the basement playing video games all day. So when you you know you, you go out on a date with him and you, you like him, and, and then you end up having a baby with him now, right? Mm. By accident because you don't know how that happened. Yeah, you know, then you end up repeating. Okay. Yeah, cycles. These yeah. are things we got to be intentional. Got to be conscious. You got to be aware. Got to be aware. Got to mm-hmm. be awake, and you got to make sure it's that the person that you would run an amazing race with. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. Hey, man. This has been a wonderful, incredible conversation. Um, like, I, I, I really enjoyed this. Yeah, this was fantastic. Yeah. And Thank I'm, you guys so much for your openness. Thank you for sharing. I'm sure it's helping somebody. Absolutely. No, there was Great. a lot of amazing things in this conversation. <laughs> like no the problem. Amazing Race. Definitely. No, <laughs> yeah. the Amazing Race. I mean, Natalia talking about taking that uh, responsibility for herself mm-hmm. to go and seek counseling and, you know, her perspective on, on what marriage was based on her experiences mm-hmm. in life. Like mm-hmm. a lot of beautiful things yeah. that came out in this. So I really hope that uh, it encouraged somebody, it challenged somebody. Let us know um, what you think yeah please visit us online www.thejames.ca and make sure you tune into another episode of love Love james James. yes thank you thank you so much for having us